Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 91 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we pause our Come Follow Me studies for the week, uh, as we usually do on a Monday. Uh, This is due to um, wanting to share any listener comments that have come in on the Facebook group or through email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com and share anything else that I've studied or that you've studied uh, this week that you may have shared on those uh, platforms. So, to begin with, as always, we'll go to the listener comments. Not as many uh, in this last week, and actually, uh, the one that... um, um, I have is focused on Moses's um, meeting of Jethro and how the Lord directed his path. Um, we have a quote or a, a comment here which says it, it kind of reminded me of Abraham's servant's journey to find Isaac a wife. He just happened to find a well in the middle of the desert where the right woman of covenant was. Sounds like an angel led Moses just like the servant. I completely agree. And it's interesting that um, a couple of things are similar with the uh, the story of Abraham's servants finding um, Rebecca. Uh, and one of those things that interests me is the fact that they both found um, the individual they were looking for uh, by a well. Now, a well um, has a lot of uh, important symbols or, or links uh, to kind of the, the, the culture that we're reading from, um, partly because, of course, these were life-giving places uh, in such desolate areas. A well was kind of a meeting place, uh, and a well was a place of life-giving uh, water. And, of course, we can make links there of, of living water and how that links us to the Saviour. Uh, but, of course, the Saviour himself um, had an experience where he was by a well and taught an individual who who was waiting for the gospel there. Do we uh, offer the gospel, the, the life-giving water, to those who are looking for it? Um, is something we can consider. But yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. There was a lot of similarities there. That clearly the Lord is able to direct our paths, and it is uh, in the searching for this living water that we are able to find. Uh, at times the answers to the things that we're looking for uh, so I thought that was interesting also a kind comment about uh, wishing my family well uh, obviously last week uh, I missed an episode or two uh, publishing because um, of the things that were going on and things are settling okay uh, my son's doing well um, uh, so we will uh, hopefully have more daily episodes coming your way this week as we continue Uh, But then the other thing I wanted to share moves us into our next part of of this podcast episode, I suppose, which is where I share something that you've studied. And somebody has shared on the Facebook group about something they've been learning recently. And so I'm going to share their their quote or their comments. It was fantastic. Uh, Lots of great um, and interesting uh, thoughts here. Someone else commented on it as well, so I'm going to share that. Uh, And then um, we'll see where the time leaves us. But they shared, I've recently learned a lot about forgiveness. I read the book of Forgiving by Desmond Tutu about the apartheid reconciliation in South Africa. He lays out his fourfold path of forgiveness and reminds us that forgiveness is about our own hearts and not the perpetrator. 
and we also need to forgive ourselves. But he says that repentance is actually the same fourfold path. They're like two sides of the same coin. Here's the path. 1. Admitting the wrong and acknowledging the harm. 2. Telling one's story and witnessing the anguish. 3. Asking for forgiveness and granting forgiveness. And 4. Renewing or, re- or releasing the relationship. The person forgiving has to be able to say what happened and how it hurt them. The repenter needs to um, accept and acknowledge the harm and pain caused. This really showed in Joseph's story. I think he forgave his brothers in his heart. But when he saw them again, the pain resurfaced and he had to go and cry. But hearing them acknowledge their wrongdoing to, to him when they didn't know who he was is the first step. They knew and admitted they did wrong. Of course, Joseph wanted to see if they were genuine, which is why he elaborated the plan of keeping Simeon and the cup in Benjamin's bag. And once the brothers knew who he was, they eventually apologised and asked forgiveness, which he has every right to test if they're sincere. Thus, if they, thus they were able to renew their relationship at least a little bit, and the relationship should not be what it was before the wrongdoing. With the growth by both parties, there should be a different relationship than before. How hard is it to forgive when the other person doesn't say sorry, or even that they, or even that they did something wrong? It's possible, but it's hard. True reconciliation requires both parties to go through these steps, and the forgiveness can be even greater, I think. So that's the end of, of, the, com- of the post, and... Um, Again, thank you so much uh, to the individual that shared that. And please do, if you read something or find something or study something that you find interesting, whether it's linked to the Come Follow Me materials or not, I mean, this individual linked linked it. It wasn't from the Come Follow Me materials themselves, but they linked it back to it, which I thought was fantastic. Um, but anything, just absolutely anything that you study, please do share it on the Facebook group, and I'll share it in, in a future episode. But... Um, I thought this was fantastic. Someone commented and said, this is a beautiful comment. Thanks for sharing. I I fully agree. Um, This idea of forgiveness and being able to forgive and kind of putting it into this four-step plan, kind of how we have um, the the way we should should repent, uh, is an interesting um, suggestion by by Desmond Tutu. And I think that this is um, really useful in helping us understand what we need to go through to, in order to forgive someone. Um, can we forgive someone without that person admitting the wrong and acknowledging the harm? Well, as our, our listener commented, yes, I mean, of course that's possible. It doesn't mean that the person has to have admitted the wrong and, and acknowledged it, or, or even asked for forgiveness. Um, but it does make it so much more difficult. If you're able to have that heart-to-heart where the individual does acknowledge the wrong um, tells their their story and 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 it shows anguish about it and asks for forgiveness. Then, of course, it is far far easier to forgive someone if they go through that process in front of you. So, I'm grateful uh, for our listener for sharing that. And again, as I mentioned, uh, you can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can also email session at gmail dot com share anything that you've studied uh, or, or even just any feedback or anything you want to share I'd love to hear you um, to be able to um, develop the discussion further thank you so much for listening today uh, and join us tomorrow as we move into the next part of Exodus as the plagues start to hit Egypt thank you for your time and until we meet again